0: The following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker, June Hunt. Well, June, wouldn't you know, this is National Roller Coaster Day.
1: Uh, my favorite of all the rides.
0: And I know, you just, we were talking off the air and you just really surprised me. I had no idea. That Absolutely. you love roller coasters. Well, as much as you love them uh, in at uh, theme parks and that kind of thing, I uh, wonder about the emotional roller coasters that we go through in life, and, and uh, what have you dealt with in terms of uh, emotional roller coasters?
1: Oh well, and <laughs> now that's different. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't sign up normally for the emotional roller coaster. <laughs> um, probably uh, to two major times. The first would be uh, growing up with a very painful uh, father who was very unpredictable and I never knew what if what he would say would be uh... anyway it 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 was just very hard uh... the other was uh... uh... I was diagnosed uh... with cancer and uh, it's been over 20 years, but uh, I never will forget. It's I was in a waiting room, and the doctor kept coming in, going out, coming in, going out, and finally she comes in. You do have cancer. You will have to have a mastectomy, and you will mm. lose your hair. Mm. And I thought, well, what does the hair have to do with this? I didn't ask that question. But um, a radiologist delivered these exact words so matter-of-factly, and I sat on the examining table um, on a Tuesday afternoon, absolutely stunned, because my mother did not have any uh, breast cancer and, and not in my family. I never thought about it on my father's side, but uh, I, I was now racing in my mind because on Friday I had to leave to do a three-day conference in Baltimore. Then the next Monday I needed to be in New York City. This was right after nine. Well, five weeks after 9/11, and I thought I don't have time to have surgery because I must. I've never seen uh, Jeff. I'd never seen the United States in mourning. I'd never mm-hmm. seen. Uh, uh, the the country stunned yeah. with the terrorist attacks. Uh, uh, you know, the two hijacked planes uh, that torpedoed the World Trade Center, the Twin Towers imploded, the third plane, plane uh, plowed into the Pentagon, and the fourth targeted, uh, was heading toward the White House. Uh but uh, that plot was foiled. And um, nearly 3,000 people had lost their lives. And I thought, I well, I was being asked to go and speak and do crisis counseling for people helpers uh, in New York City. Not, not the people themselves, but the people helpers. They were asking for help. And it, I was just honored to be able to, do anything to help I'd never seen such an outpouring of grief um, so it, it it was a conference on trauma and grief well I did not you know so I, I remember uh feeling conflicted because i i yes I was going to take the cancer seriously um Um, but to me, it was vital to do the other. And the doctor said, well, as soon as you get back, then Um, we need to schedule you for for surgery. Now, I had assumed that if I'd ever been diagnosed with cancer, that uh, I would have fear. And... I don't know how this happened, but almost instantly, when I heard my diagnosis, I thought, hmm, I don't know if my time is long or short, but I know God does. And I also know the scripture, all the days ordained for me would written in his book before one of them came to be. That's uh, Psalm one hundred thirty nine, verse sixteen, and I thought, okay, so God knows, but I don't. And then the other scripture that came to my mind was one that never had; I'd never thought about it. I taught tw- twice through the Book of Philippians, but in Philippians one twenty, it said, it says that uh, that. May Christ be honored in my body, whether by life or death. And that scripture became my deep desire all the way through that no matter if my life were long or short, may Christ be honored in my body. I didn't know what that meant, but, but whether by life or by death, meaning whoever I would meet... Uh, maybe I could be uh, express a word of encouragement or help or hope and um, I kept that for some reason that was my first that I had at the forefront and I knew God knew my time and I would accept it
2: are you struggling with a difficult life issue Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817.
3: The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash hope. That's hopefortheheart.org slash give hope.
0: You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. If you have any questions or you have a concern about the topic of cancer, just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And as a result of her, actually, as she went through her experience uh, experiences with cancer, June wrote a book called Caring for a Loved One with Cancer. And uh, that might be helpful to you, or again, as the title suggests, uh, as you help someone else who you you care about and uh, help them to to deal with this. So look for that resource there as you call customer support. They can help you to get that into your hands. That's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Or you can email them at support at org and ask for the book on cancer. They'll know what you're talking about there. Again, it's called uh, Caring for a Loved One with Cancer. And the email address customer support at org. Well, we want to turn to our caller for tonight. And we have a listener in Michigan tonight, listening on W L Q V, we welcome Delisa.
1: Hello, Delisa. Hello. Welcome to Hope. Hi. Welcome.
4: Yes. Hello, Miss June. Hallelujah. This is an appointed time from the Lord, divine time to talk to Miss June. Bless
1: well, you. Thank you. Aren't you kind? Well, how can we help you?
4: Well, um, I've come a long way also dealing with um, being diagnosed with um, stage 4 breast cancer. Oh. But, yes, ma'am, and uh, it's been like maybe um, six months now that um, it was uh, presented to me
5: Uh at
4: at this time in my life. But um, I want to back up a little bit because prior to them diagnosing me, the Lord spoke to me, and um, I was um, in a situation where I was just sitting and waiting on him for an answer. And the Lord spoke to me, hallelujah, and he said, make me a garden, and you shall live. And to this day, that garden exists, Miss June. And mm-hmm. so when I got to the hospital, and they said, diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, and I had the sword on me that represented it, it didn't fit with what God had promised me.
5: Hmm. Wow.
4: So I'm I'm looking at them, and they're looking at me, and the Holy Spirit is saying, whose report are you <laughs> going to believe you? So I've come through very painful uh, moments dealing with this so far. Um, yeah, I wrestling with the chemo at first,
5: Mm-hmm. And uh,
4: you know, trying to be obedient to what they were saying, but I really felt um ganged upon <laughs> because it was one doctor after another we're talking about if you don't do it you go die <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. And, you
4: know, I have this crazy sense of humor that God gave me to laugh in the face of adversity. And so they looking at me like why are you laughing? I'm laughing because the Lord told me, Make me a garden, hallelujah. <laughs> and you shall be Hallelujah. And I made the garden, and I I made the garden. And I went to the Lord and said, "Lord, I'm making the garden." And Lord said, "Just keep going." And mm-hmm. so um, something happened next June where I lost the medication through some kind of reason of uh, getting the, the prescription to me, but it was divine order because. I didn't want me to take it because certain things were going on in my body that were making me more depressed about the medicine than the actual diagnosis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the Holy Spirit, thank you, Father, led me to a quiet place where there was regeneration. And he showed me the power of changing the bodies on the inside. And so I went to the health food store and just kept researching up until now. And I feel mm-hmm. much better accepting it at the same time, knowing, hallelujah, that God is regenerating my body for many years and years of rough side of the mountain, going this way and that way. And so mm-hmm. I just thank God right now for the opportunity to um, speak to you because you already have been a trailblazer. Hallelujah! Really? When. uh Yes. I had no idea, Lord, if someone would understand that I have a testimony about it, not defeat, not weary. And I walked through that, and I know Satan was tormenting me about, oh, where is your God at now? And I was living healthy and doing things and great things and feeling good. And then that happened, and I felt so under attack.
5: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well.
4: Uh, and
1: I'm, I'm hearing that you had no uh, thought about, I, I'm assuming you were like me, that you had no thought about cancer. Uh, like, for example, there are people who have had uh, a parent uh, who has had, a, a, it could be breast cancer or a certain kind of cancer, but uh, that yes. was not the case in my family, and I knew no female that had uh, that kind of cancer specifically. Mm-hmm. And really? and then, but I didn't. I didn't think about my dad's side, well, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. it never dawned on me. And there was a lot of cancer on that. But you know, I, truthfully, I I uh, I think. It sounds like for you and me, we didn't expect it, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Well, what I I was surprised about, since I knew that, are you familiar with that scripture? That um, I I mentioned uh, Psalm one hundred thirty nine verse sixteen, all the days ordained. Or me were written in God's book before one of them came to be. Do you know that scripture?
4: No, ma'am. I'm just now hearing it now. in my well, spirit I, now... That,
1: that, that, that's a good scripture for you to write down. And, okay. and I say that because um, that was one reason I was not... Concerned, meaning I, I did not have fear, because I trust God with my length of life. Okay. And, yeah. and yeah. so for that, um, it was very clear. Um, in fact, for a lot of people have uh, found that particular passage a specific comfort. And the reason okay. is you you see that there is in my opinion i can't i don't know of a more personal psalm in the Bible now there are several that are immensely personal but yes, um, it, it will be it'll be valuable uh for you to know this particular psalm and I want to to read uh, a few passages just a few verses that I think you'll find interesting uh, well, this, is mi- mi-
5: psalms.
1: this is in the book of of, of psalms you know, the, yes. it's psalm 139
4: 139
1: yep and and, and okay. in verse well I'm going up to you, I'm going to start earlier listen okay. to this it, at the very beginning It says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue. You know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Do you see what I mean about being so personal? We see that God is, he, you know, nothing escapes his view. And then in verse 13, it says, You created my inmost being. Yes. Now, li- listen to how personal that is. God is yes. the one who created us. We, we were not just a blob of tissue. You created yes. my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Oh. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully as in uh, to have reverence over yes. what God has done. Wow. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. This is verse verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. And then verse 16 is saying, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So when I read that, my friend... Uh, I remember uh, knowing that, oh, how personal that is that God already is clear about my last day, and that doesn't concern me at all. In other words, there's no fear of that because I trust God completely. Yeah. And yeah. so, for, but but isn't that interesting? It's before one of the days of our lives came to be. He said, "All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be." So, and there, there's another passage that is I call it a parallel passage. Job fourteen five. It's kind of similar. Job fourteen five says, "Man's days are determined." You know. Uh, all human beings' our our days are determined, and it's you, you God, have have decreed the number of his months, and have set the limits he cannot exceed. So, we, you know, uh, I just know God is trustworthy. God yeah. cannot make a mistake um there are certain attributes of our god that um are exceptional they are unique to god so i i just did not worry and i remember after a while my a few days my brother came to me i think about a week mm-hmm. and he said june are you um I just want to make sure you understand how serious this is because I was, I was diagnosed on the right side with a type of cancer. And then two days later I was uh, diagnosed with a second kind. One was aggressive. The the second was, uh, but, but it was not palpable. It could not be felt because it was growing towards the chest wall. And uh, so both of those surprised me but you know i thought but god knows and and i trust him with the length of my life and you know when we know god personally um it's and we know he doesn't make mistakes uh, and and I had I had no difficulty taking medication because of this. The Bible even says uh, that. Uh, in fact, I'm going to I'm going to bring this up to you because I think it's helpful for you to know um, that the the Scripture is is clear about uh, that about medication and. That's, that, that a long time ago
5: surprised me when...
6: do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you that he accepts you forgives you and sees you as precious and beloved to him so many of us have a distorted image of God that he is distant disappointed or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives the truth is God cares about you more than you believe We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes for Yourself or for a Loved One at junehunt.org. That's junehunt.org. We would love your prayers
7: here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org. pray When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer.
0: Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. They're number 800-488-HOPE, and you can ask them for this book by name. It's called How to Care for a Loved One with Cancer. As we're talking about that subject tonight with tonight's caller, and uh, you can get your copy of that Resource into your hands again. That's 800 488 Hope, 800 488 4673. If you'd like to talk with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call as well. It's 800 Night 17 is the number to call. That's 800 N I G H T 17. And when you call, you'll just leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800. 800- Night 17. And by the way, we do have availability in the next few days. We'd love to hear from you and make you a part of the program here. So give us a call. Again, it's 800 Night 17. Let's return to our conversation now with Delisa. All right,
1: Delisa, I just want to give you something that might be helpful to you Um, because many people I know are taught uh, that medicine is not, they you should not take medicine. But uh, when I read that God made, quote, leaves for healing, that's Ezekiel 47. And it, and I think it is uh, interesting to realize uh, that this passage of uh, Ezekiel forty-seven twelve. 12, um, there's another passage in the book of Revelation. Yes. um that uh, my friend Jeff is reminding me of, and that is, it's Revelation 22, Mm 2. And the trees and and the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. Now, healing, you know, you think about that. Well, it's not unusual for many herbs, many uh, plants to produce... Uh, medicinal uses like aloe vera and uh, you know and there are those who are expert in knowing uh, specifically which herbs can make a huge difference so um, I, yes. I say that just because when I saw this years ago I thought because I knew there was a controversy about medication and mm-hmm i i I rode the fence for a period of time uh, yeah. trying to think well if these people think it's wrong to take medication uh, even though I took medication like for headaches um, mm-hmm. and and um, certain uh, if I had severe pain with cramps those are the two two situations but the bottom yeah. line is um, I did not have difficulty thinking that uh, God will use that which He has created, uh, yes. the plant. So, um, if if um, and and you may not need that at all, but I just wanted to share that with you because uh, it can be that you would uh, think that, and and I chose. To do chemotherapy. Uh-huh. And the reason I did it. I, I could not know. If there was some errant cell. Some cancerous cell. That could be in my body. And I thought. Well I'm just going to do my part. Of what I can do. And then I will. Trust the Lord with the rest. Of whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And what. I will tell you what surprised me. I. There was a point at which I shared this uh, with the radio audience of Hope in the Night, yeah. uh, and and I was stunned at the response. I had so many calls of people yeah. who were going through can, cancer, and I had never had any any calls on. Uh, wow. I, I might have had one or two, but but all of a sudden. Um, felt like the floodgates were open for a period of time because they knew I knew what they were going through yeah and yes. But, and you know it was there there were so many specifics things that we can learn things i i i didn't even know the wording i didn't know the language it's it's like um and you may identify with this there was terminology I was totally unfamiliar with. So it's uh-huh. almost like a foreign language. Do you understand uh-huh. what I'm saying?
4: Yes, yes.
1: A- and then, after a while, I got used to terminology. And, um, in fact, I would you like for me to send you this book? It's called Caring for a Loved One with Cancer. But I put all these things that I learned and other people... Uh, It's not only what people did for me, but uh, even like how to uh, deal with certain challenges. Uh, Yes. I call it tips for the temporary Uh trials. And Uh you do, you do have, we do have challenges that I'd never had before. And so I determined, well, let's give a lot of answers. So I, 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 did research and i i I learned a lot of things to do uh all the way from lymphedema if you had some swelling of the limbs and lymph nodes and you know just things that would be helpful so uh okay well i will definitely that that'll be a gift to you from our ministry thank you so, hey. what is what is there something that you have found that's a particular challenge? I'm, I'm interested in you. Okay, you were diagnosed. You said stage four breast cancer. Um, have you had some challenges that you did not expect?
4: Well, yeah, um, it was it was terrorizing to me to even. Um, take the medication because I had to remember times and I had dosages to take around the clock times and it was interfering with um, my spiritual um, walk with the Lord, and so it was like a conflict going on, and that was painful. So, And then I started to have um, little side effects like vomiting and stuff. I, I didn't get to know hair loss, and I didn't take it for that long. It was like maybe four or five weeks, and then it, it, it was making me feel depressed, and then at one time I couldn't hardly walk. Because um, I was feeling some kind of um, a, a contraction contractions in my in my legs, so I, I said, "Wait a minute, you know something's going on here." Where well, I I wasn't feeling like everybody else about, "Hey, go ahead take the chemo," because everybody started to abandon me and I was homeless, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm gonna just." been up my whole life. Now it's with medication, just every day. This is the thoughts that I gotta have and it was getting too much, and so the Lord made it where some kind of way I discontinued the medication. The hospitals they would thought I was, you know, being rebellious, I guess. And mm-hmm. I, I sought another doctor and then and another uh, facility that was more like where I was coming from. Wanted to know what was going on on the inside, and mm-hmm. I wanted to know what was going on on the inside too, Miss June, because mm-hmm. the Lord was showing me. Regeneration I'm like, Regeneration, yeah To be born again, become a child Again, to adapt this Medicine and all of this stuff was Supposed to be on the inside And I was like, okay That is the medicine, that is The antidote Is that how you are on the inside And what mm-hmm. you do uh, uh, Spiritually to undo And then at the same time I felt wounded I felt like, wow, I Shot down. I've been shot because mm-hmm. I was going through trenches and valleys and being homeless, and then the curses and generational curses. And I could feel people putting curses, and so I just didn't accept it. Like, oh, the uh, uh, stage four cancer. No, 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 no. I've been hated. I've been persecuted. I've been I've been fighting bulls and lions and. I've been in situations where it should have been other people advocating, helping the homeless. And so, you know, I just felt like the Lord was showing me, okay, why put all this medicine in when you're not getting taken out or just take, taking the sin out? Or walking in this, this new way that you're going to walk in is going to cleanse from the unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And so mm-hmm. I said, okay. And so I, I do take medications, like the, uh, the vitamins and herbs, and I, I got really educated about that. I, I didn't want to feel, mm-hmm. like, depressed. And, and, and so being in this situation with everybody abandoning you like you got leprosy or something, <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's me and God one-on-one. And I couldn't run to Walgreens and pick up a prescription from here and continue to go here. So everything came to a stop. Mm. And I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I need an easier way to deal with this. Hallelujah. I can walk through it and you walk through it with me, Lord. But just show me an easier way. And, Miss June, I want an easier way, but Mm -hmm. I know that there's other opportunities that's coming. Hallelujah. That's why this Mm -hmm. is an appointed time to be able to be blessed by you with your testimony. Thank you so very much.
1: Well, i I care about you and uh because I, c- I can remember having some different physical things that occurred, like the swelling you mentioned um, mm-hmm. and um in fact that I addressed that that um to avoid there are certain things that we can do to help too um like avoiding salty foods because that can cause uh swelling but um yeah. Um, and I I learned um, that there are times when you can take diuretics, um, yeah. and like there's potassium that has to be added um, to your to your body if you're losing uh, fluid, and like if you take diuretics, but the doctor okay. can decide if it's necessary for you to take a potassium supplement in order to keep the electrolytes in your heart functioning properly. Uh, And I just say that because a lot of people don't know that, and you're going to read that in in the book that I'm going to send you. I think um, we... You know, this is is a whole different uh, world. And one thing I'm going to ask you, were you... um, because you mentioned some things that were in the negative spiritual world. Um, did you have, you mentioned curses, did did you have a background? Well, first of all, tell me, how long have you been an authentic Christian?
4: Um, but seriously, I mean, like, really, like, dialogue following Jesus 1987. <laughs> Nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Yes
1: ma'am. Alright. Well, you know, um, I- I'm I'm wondering even before that, did you were you exposed to things like what you just mentioned about curses and things that happened to you earlier?
8: what you're facing there's hope sometimes it's hard to believe that when we face challenges at home work in our family or maybe a private struggle it can be hard to see what God is doing the good news is you're not alone if you're facing a difficult life issue we'd love to help give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast you can talk with June about any issue whether it's family family marriage anxiety anger abuse grief or just the everyday stress of life june would love to hear your story and work through it together with god's word the bible says there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off if you'd like to talk with june give us a call at 1-800-917 that's 1-800-644-4817 your story might bless someone else's life The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work.
3: That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope
0: welcome back i'm jeff oliver you're listening to hope in the night with june hunt this is a ministry of hope for the heart and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry If you have any questions about this or any number of topics, tonight we have over 100 of our Keys for Living that will help you to address your situation. Just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll be happy to help you access the right resources, whether it's a free resource of ours on the website, or one of our Keys for Living, or one of the books that uh, has been written over the years, too, that June has put out. And uh, those... Uh, are all available by calling customer support. You can order directly from them. We have a, the book on cancer that June is speaking about with our caller tonight, and that's called How to Care for a Loved One with Cancer. You can talk to customer support about that. The number, again, 800-488-HOPE. Now, also check out the website if you'd like a full listing of our resources. It's uh, hopefortheheart.org slash store, and uh, we would uh, like for you to go there, and uh, you can order what you need uh, at the website there. Again, hopefortheheart.org slash store. Returning now to tonight's conversation, conversation, conversation with Delisa.
1: Well, uh, Delisa, would you share with me what it was like for you uh, growing up in your home?
4: Oh, my Lord. It was a contradiction and a warfare going on. It was Satan in my mother's home, and then I would go to church, and I was around great gospel singers and great Mm. gospel and I was introduced to uh, just being around greatness with Jesus and then I would go home and it was a nightmare my, my stepfather and my mom and all of her sisters they were all into witchcraft and oh. they
5: were
4: There was no God, nowhere. My one auntie, Jewel, she was just about, you know, the prosperity of our Christianity, so she wanted to flaunt how prosperous she was. But um, she was the one that led me to the church where I grew up, and I was in the choir, and I learned to sing there around great people. But then when I got to my mom's house, I was very persecuted. Even to the point of graduating from high school, I didn't even want to go to my prom. My mom was so narcissistic and mentally ill that I didn't know where I was with um, her and my stepfather's violence, and there I was going through um, generational curses that I know that they were purposely putting on me. because. I wanted to be, you know, um, somebody. I wanted to sing. I wanted to express Jesus. And mm-hmm. they didn't feel excited about the things I wanted to do. And so it was a nightmare.
1: Wow. So because they there were a number of people involved in witchcraft, you said that, correct?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So that means the occult, they would use practices... On, um, um, I'm hearing, did they seek to put curses on you?
4: Yes. Yeah, see, I was the oldest, and all the children would be in the room, and they would put us in the room, and then, by um, me being the oldest, I would peep out the door, and it would be like a bunch of them in the living room just trying to undo curses on each other. I had an auntie that was possessed all the time in and out of mental hospital, and they were doing some kind of ritual on her, and then um, mm. she would try to come in the room and um, uh, be smoking cigarettes and blowing smoke in the children's faces until I would be the one that have to uh, sound the alarm all the time. I was like the little watchman all the time, even growing up, and so that's why they kind of rejected me, because... I was uh, seeing that it was things wasn't right, but they did put curses on me. My
5: mm-hmm. mom
4: took me one time to have a um, back alley abortion and mm-hmm. um, opened me up to abortions consecutively. Then on my into my life, not thinking that I would want to be a mom one day, and eventually became a mom one day. But I look back at my own mother and I. Certain things were said, like the things that were dropped in my spirit by my stepfather. And he was very ruthless and very gangsterous and very angry all the time. And then I had siblings that looked up to me. And and I was very studious, and I I, I was very a little homemaker for my mother and everything while she was just somewhere lost that I didn't even know where my mom was. I never got to know her. And by the time I graduated from high school, and she was saying things like, anyone can be an educator fool. And it made me just not want to be uh, proud of myself that I graduated. But I left there anyway and went on to University of Mercy and just kept on going and going. And I look back, and I see that certain things were trying to curse me, like they put in my spirit that my mother was raped. I'm a rape victim and mm. that's why I didn't have a dad so I went through life always feeling like you know where well, everybody got a dad what does that mean what is this word bastard and why mm. am I outcast and until Jesus really stepped in and showed me mm-hmm. what was transpiring and my lineage and the ancestors and how they uh, denied Christ and the Lord said take up my cross and that's where I began to know Christ for myself. Hallelujah.
5: Mm, mm
1: Mm-hmm. You know, um, we don't have a choice at what home life we have to grow up in, you know, in terms of no one as a child chooses their home. But, and um, you had certain things that I did not have, and that was a number of family members involved in witchcraft. Now, that is what we would call the spirit world, and God is very specific. Uh, And when I say specific, I'm talking about there are forbidden practices. That means practices that sometimes people get involved in. uh, And it's looking to a, a, some, and I'm using the word practice, I'm talking about, uh, well, let's say it's uh, looking at seances or looking for certain, uh, well, curses. Uh, This is part of the rituals. Uh, There are rituals within certain religions that are forbidden by God. And uh, I remember, so we have material, for example, that I'm going to send you also on spiritual warfare. And the reason I'm doing that is there are some prayers that are important. Um, We're told that we can come under attack in certain areas. Uh, And I'm talking about um, not just... Um, something that's physical, I'm not talking about a person physically attacking, though that of course can be the case. but yeah. there is um, there are certain battlefields based on the bible um, and we're talking about how to overcome the world, the flesh, and Satan. Those are three battlefields that we that the, that the Bible describes, and yeah. so there are prayers of how to have victory over. And when I say the world, we're not talking about the beauty of of oceans and rivers and trees and flowers. It's the it's world the world that is the system that is in opposition to God, and yeah, yeah. so. So we we can understand that we are not to be worldly, um, but there's how to overcome the world, how to defeat the flesh, and the, the flesh is I'm going to do what I want to do, I you know I'm going to do it my way, I don't care, and then there is the enemy of God, who is Satan. So how to stand against Satan? So I'm just going to send this to you also in case you because you, you've mentioned that there were some curses and no matter what there is a way to deal with that. In fact, I'm probably going to send you two things. I'm going to send you our material on spiritual warfare as well as the occult. So that because if this was in your past, um yeah. I you it and there are people who are malevolent, in other words, they are evil who and I I know that this is fact that some literally choose to do a, a type of curse on people or they will and some people don't believe in this and I understand if they don't but that's uh, in the bible they there's definite many references of certain things that we must avoid and that we must uh, that we actually as we have a way to take up the armor of God against that which would be the strategy for the battle, uh, that we, we can do battle against uh, the enemy forces that are against God and His plan and purpose. So you're, I'm just telling you what I'm going to send you. And so it'll be spiritual warfare strategy yes. for the battle and yes. uh, then uh, the occult demystifying the deeds of darkness so that wow. because this has been a part of your upbringing and uh, you're right uh, yes. that this is uh, to be experience experiencing in your childhood witchcraft uh, the narcissism of certain members of your family, uh, violence, generational curses. And you were the oldest child, and so you were trying, I'm assuming that by what you said, you were trying to protect your other siblings. Is that correct?
4: Yes. Yes, definitely. Because I've always had a little car and I've always had my apartment by myself and I was always very studious about the life that I chose to live outside of my mom. But even though it was like that, I still loved them, you know, in the way that I could love them until I God kind of nudged me on to my way. But I kind of tried to groom them in the beginning to let them know, who I was when I was growing up and out, you know, and um, my my stepfather and my mom were telling lies and telling them that I was here when I wasn't there and just mixing up the whole thing because they didn't really they broke the bond there I had a different dad they had a different dad and so that stuff was going on too mm. and my mom was saying things like uh, he was doing witchcraft on me saying that uh my stepfather was doing witchcraft on her and that that was in my teenage years now I often wonder well why you keep on staying with him if you feel this and so that's where I feel the curse was really put up on me because she didn't choose uh me over him as far as you know like you said we can't control what we do, but I saw the nonsense that was mm-hmm. making everybody else sick,
1: and God delivered me. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you what, this is what I want you to do, if ever you sense that something is evil, use the name, yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. The yeah. Bible says they overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You say, I am a Christian? That is my testimony, and I thank you for the blood of Christ that was shed on the cross for me, and I accept Jesus. I accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior, and in the name of Jesus, I command that you leave me alone, and you know, greater is he that's in the world, Uh, so we...
0: We will send our keys for living on spiritual warfare, and uh, that is subtitled uh, Strategy for the Battle. Also, we'll have the book Caring for a Loved One with Cancer, and we'll send those to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.